up next on the You Ain't Enough Yet podcast, we have a man that I think probably has busked in every major city in Europe. That, or he's just deadly with a green screen. Uh, he's here, he's from the north, a fellow Tyrone man from what I can gather. Has been tipped for greatness by those in the industry who apparently know what they're talking about. He has played on radio stations the length and breadth of the country. He has been played on the BBC as well. Has played with, in famous venues like the legendary Wheelands. And has been the same bill as Gavin James, Roshino and Paz Sheehy. Sitting in front of me, it's Brad. Heidi, Brad, how are you? How are you getting on? I'm very well, and yourself? Good, not so bad. Good to see you. Good, 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 good. good. Find my way. You, yes, and you've, you're, you're a very busy man today. Flat out. You know. This is the second one today, and it's the best one. Yeah, They're all the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, interviews everywhere. Yeah. You're a man in demand. Ah, yeah. It's, it's lovely. It's lovely to do it. Well, I suppose, look, we'll just get straight in. So, where did the name come from? Because I don't think your second name is Heidi. Uh, my second name is not Heidi. <laughs> That's going to remain a mystery, but the... Okay. the uh, I just woke up one morning and I was like, when I was about 17, I was like, here we go, boys. Yeah, just, this, so we, just this, so we change. It's happening, like, yeah. Happening, yes. And uh, that, that was that, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, there's no, there's no big story behind yeah, it. Like, there's no, like, I had, no. a, had a big dream and then, like, just Heidi flew out of the sky. No, it okay. wasn't that. It was, just woke up one day. And, was and like, no, not even, like, a nickname that your friend or your friends would give you anything? No, no I, do, I don't know where it came from. I've been trying to, trying to ask myself, I don't know. <laughs> trying to come up with some story for it as well. Yeah, some, Maybe that I could tell you, but I, I don't know. Some far-fetched, you know. I don't know. Maybe one day it'll make sense, like, you know. Yeah, but, uh, without a doubt. And sort of, just sort of, I suppose, tell me, where are you from? What are you about? What, what is your music? I'm from Plumbridge originally, um, close to yourself. We're not holding it against you. And uh, no, it's terrible, isn't it? No, it's lovely. <laughs> we love Plumbridge. The uh, living in Galway, uh, played music, played music all my life. Literally, was writing music since I was seven or eight years old. Yada yada, same. Just one of them lads with the guitar, and uh, just travelled around everywhere. Travelled all of Ireland. Travelled. Europe done the UK staying in hostels done the whole the whole typical road that you'd imagine um, whatever else and just met amazing people along the way and played away wrote, wrote loads of music that you'll never hear because it's all old <laughs> it's all old crap music you can always go back and you know bring it you know I might bring out an album to... I might, might bring out an old an old album if things click and the people enjoy what we're putting out at the minute yeah, yeah. there may be a time where we bring out the 10 year old album <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean I wasn't okay. 10 years old but you know what I mean it's, yeah, it's, I it's an old bizarre one okay that's okay and was there just when you said you, like, you were staying in hostels and such things was there anywhere in particular that you really enjoyed or you got a really welcome or warm reception or they were all very lovely okay. all the people were nice that I met it was uh, and it's kind of a blur it's not like I definitely say south south is in Cork West Cork mm-hmm. uh, Skibbereen Clonakilty uh, like, it was amazing mm. it was so nice that was one, definitely one of my favourite parts okay. um, the people loved it Like there was actually a story in Skibbereen I arrived do you know Skibbereen Clonakilty uh, yeah, yeah. so Clonakilty specifically famous black pudding ah it's brilliant so it's, it's, <laughs> I love that yeah, yeah. The, uh, keep the cholesterol going of um, course so anyway, I arrived at nine o'clock at night, literally had 40 euro in my pocket, like, and I was always used to every time having a hostel, hotel, whatever it was. Mm. Uh, it was November, it was out of season, nowhere to stay. Right. This is hilarious, uh, but it's not now, I would never do it again. Anyway, it's out of season, went around all these B&Bs, knocking the doors like an <laughs> absolute Egypt. <laughs> Can I get in? Mary Can I get in? Any room, any room in the inn, like, <laughs> and uh, may we bail us through on the back. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so this, after a few times, this lovely couple was like, come on in, 40, 40 bucks, no problem stay put in my stuff came straight out walked through Clonakilty with everything I had like my guitar amp everything else went to every pub and was just asking just walked in do you want some live music and yeah. they were like uh, no we're grand and this was happened about six times okay. <laughs> and I was just oh my goodness like 
right, okay, kept going. It was just kind of like, you know, give me a chance. Yeah, like, somebody just do you know, someone just tell me to play away. So he went to the last pub, it's called Conan Mara's. Right. And uh, this lady, Mara, owns it. She must be, I'd say she's 60 now, hopefully she's not because if she ever hears this back and she's <laughs> she's 40 she'll kill me but she's a lovely lady nonetheless she's lovely she brought me in and uh, I said can I play you some music and I was so fed up with everyone saying no she goes what do you play and I said only the best <laughs> and she, she laughed and she goes play away and she put me up for three nights upstairs in the B&B free and played all weekend and drank loads of whiskey and and got rooked clean off and it was it was class <laughs> it was great be yeah it was great I actually saw her recently as well and she's, she's delighted with everything yeah it's mad. What are they, like a long-term friend, you know, that you've sort of, you build and, you know, mm. and a contact for you down there as well? Definitely like a reality check, like, do you know what I mean? Like the last show I done was 20,000 in Dublin and yeah. it was just mental. And then uh, it's just lovely if I'm ever down there, I'll just be like, do you just want to get a coffee? Like I'm just sitting there with Mara and the two of us are sitting outside the pub, you know, chatting, absolute ring, like, yeah. It's great. It's nice, nice, nice feeling to go back and not that I'm, Jeez, I have to stay grounded. Jeez, big lad now. Do you know what I mean? Not at all, like not at all. But it's just it holds. It just holds a little special place for me. Of like course. definitely does. Cork was the, and there's loads. There's the whole thing was amazing. But that's yeah, yeah. and I have some stories I can't tell you because they're they're crazy. But yeah, well, maybe we get them off her maybe later. Yeah, on, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know. Um, we'll shake the tree. <laughs> but tell me this, you know. Where did you know you could sing? I mean, I can sing, but I'm unbearable to listen to. You know, everybody can sing. But when did you know that you know you're actually a good singer? I don't know if I'm any good now, but I, I enjoy doing it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, ah, jeez, there's times if you heard me. Um, I was singing since I was about six. Okay. Literally, like, as in, I used to come into the living room Christmas time, and I wrote a poem, and it was like a song. And I literally, I come in, pull the hat right over my face, face the mantelpiece, back back turned to everyone. Yeah. They're like, come on in, sing your wee song. Yeah, yeah. Sing and... And I would, and then I'd get such a buzz out of it, like. Yeah. And that was when I was six, and that's my earliest recollection of... And then, of course, we'd, we'd James Blunt in the car on the uh, CD. You know, the typical, um, the blue Back to Bedlam CD. And yes. I knew every song back to front. First song I played was You're Beautiful. Mm. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> that's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and anyway, it was mad. I actually met him, opened up an arena for him, and just was, like, as you know, and uh, was... It was amazing because I was just looking at James Blunt like, and he's like, uh, you've got a lovely voice. Your voice is lovely. Uh, it's a great voice. And I was like, you know you're like the reason I play music? And he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, what do you mean? And I was oh, like, yeah, he was so what, he's like, what do you mean? And yeah. I was like, it's like no, you're, 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 one of your songs is the first song I ever played. Mm. And I went into my mum and I was like, do you know, here, listen to this. And I terrible guitar playing to her. She's like, what's that? It was really annoying. I was like, how do you not know what that is? Like, it's you're beautiful. Like, and sure, it's a four chord progression. There's a thousand million songs with four yes, chords in yeah. them. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it was. Uh, what were we talking about? I mean, I'm loving this. I forgot where we were. No, I was just asking. So you know, sort of, where did you realize that you could actually sing, and where did that mm. sort of? And you were saying you supported like James. How was that? Like that's he's 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 known the world over. Do you know? Class. Yeah. It was amazing. It was, uh, but it was definitely without sounding really arrogant. Like it was something that I definitely had on my list as like a milestone. I was like mm. always wanted to work with James, and obviously in a studio setting as well, and whatever else. And yeah. that's that's in the making at the minute. But it's, uh, we're just, it was all. It was, uh, it was beautiful. Like, sorry, excuse the pun. You know, it was. It was beautiful. Just having some good conversations, picking up a bit of knowledge about the industry and just where everything sort of headed, and yeah. just about like keeping everything nice and round. I suppose sort of like him showing you the ropes and giving you sort of the inside track as to, you know, help you progress as a, as a like a 
upcoming artist, yeah. Absolutely, it was very much, it was what to, what to look out for, mm. what not to say in interviews, and uh, <laughs> you know, all that sort of stuff, but it was, uh, no, it was, uh, it was it was definitely something I'll, I'll remember for the rest of my life, like, and I know I'll, I'll meet him down the road again, and we have yeah. plans in that, that respect, like, but uh, it was definitely, um, how would you say, it was, it was a moment of realisation of, right, hold on a second, we actually have done something. Because I'm, I'm terrible for just, like, I'm always thinking of the next thing. Yes. And yes. while while I'm doing something, I'm always, I'm never stuck in that. I'm doing it and I'm getting it done. Uh-huh. But I'm always thinking ahead and about planning the project and yeah. what, what music are we working on, what, where's the tours, what's our agent doing, and yada, yada. So it's a, it was definitely a moment where I could stop and be, like, sitting in a hotel that evening, eating my dinner and going, oh, my God, number one, I'm not, I'm not in the hostel. Yeah. Which hostels are great, like, but yeah, I, you know, I could actually have a bath. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can actually set my stuff down and not be sort of yeah, left there absolutely, or like, bit of redox, no problem. But it was, uh, <laughs> do you know, when I have a dinner, like, and just go, geez, lads, James Blunt liked what I was doing. That's mad, isn't it? It's not every day, that's what I mean. And it's, it was, yeah, it was a realization. It was like, you know, all Jim Blunt, like, giving you the, giving you the heads up. It's, giving it, yeah, giving the, you know, yeah, it's, it was something, it was class, like, yeah, it was very good. And, you know, Obviously, you were saying sort of, you know, you can remember him being played in the QR, but was it one of your parents or was it a grandparent that was, you know, playing any particular type of music or any particular, you know, any particular type of tunes that, you know, really sort of pulls in? It was def- It was his CD, Rod Stewart as well, actually, which I, I never listened to. I don't listen to him anymore, but when he was in the car, it's a hard, like yeah, nothing but it. Do you know what I mean? That was always in the car, like, and I, and I love that as well. Like, it's... You don't know what you're absorbing subconsciously. So, like, yeah. there's melodies, there's, you know, there's there's ways that, like, choruses go up and stuff, and that's, da, 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 da. like, it's a literal scale, like. Yeah. And you're just a little sponge in a car at that age, loving music, and you you don't even know what it is. You're just literally hearing it for exactly what it is. Yeah. So, it's uh, James Blunt, Rod Stewart, and then, obviously, uh, Eminem moved into Eminem, going at 12, 13 years old in school. Everyone's listening to Eminem. Yeah. I'm not afraid. And then, and then you dig into the roots of Eminem and all that stuff. But uh, right up, obviously Ed Sheeran, massive, massive influence. Uh, the Plus album was was life changing for me. Like, and uh, I think it's a it's a good thing to say it. Like, because you know the way a lot of people are very, a lot of musicians are yeah. like afraid to almost use their influences. And I'm so proud to say that. Like, you know, a lot of my older like Hearts Get Broken sometimes was my first like record that we released and got airplay like three four years ago, and it was. Uh, and the sound has changed again, but it's again, it's it's funny what you absorb. You wouldn't believe I used to love Bring Me the Horizon, okay, Blackfield Brides, yeah. Ask and Alexandria, like big, like like proper. I I just love a Paramore as uh-huh. well. I loved it, like uh, I'm not an emo mom, okay. <laughs> I'm not an emo. Emo is me, but it was uh, everything. I mean. Like, I listen to Ludovico and Audi, like, the piano composer, like, at the minute, and if I'm just, like, everything's good, but I'm just not good. You know, I, I eat well, I, I do exercise, I do all of those things, and, um, you know, if, I'll just, like, if I'm driving back four hours from Dublin or somewhere, like, or driving somewhere, and I'll just put on piano music and just cry like yeah. a, a little lamb in the car. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, so it's everything, and I just, I live for it, like, I do, I really do live for it, like, for everything, and yeah. I, have, I have time for everything as well. Well, except country music. Yeah, it's a good way to be. Except country. No, music. no, I've, I, I'm not a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big listener to country music, okay. but I have a massive respect for the way it's written and the way the melodies are so smooth. And yeah. it's just, it's so easy on the ears. Country music, do you know what I mean? But I'm not a. 
It's definitely not my head on the playlist. Yeah, like, you know, it wouldn't be at it. Like, to, definitely not. Okay, fair, fair. Um, the Bumbridge Man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, my old love of like Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Dolly, you know, Joe Baez yeah. are all. No, no. Yeah, you know. don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, well, that, I get to without a doubt. Your influence is now, you know, in your debut EP. I did hear Edge here. I heard influences there, um, especially on songs like Lover. Um, oh, yeah. Did you hear it? Have you listened to it? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not supposed to say this now. Okay. But I really, like, would love to go back and change it all. You know what? You're not the first person that I've ever interviewed to say that. You mm. know? Um, like, and even, I always found it funny when, not funny, but surprising, like, I think in Healer, right? So, uh, you know. Yes. Um, they released a song, now it is, it's completely escaped me, not Ice Cream Sunday or whatever, but mm. they released a tune and it didn't really hit as well as they thought it would, so they redone it and released it again. So it is done. Do you know what I mean? People yeah, have done it. You know, um, and to revise, I think to always be revising and always trying to better yourself or re look at your own work is a good. Thing, mm. You know, it's, I find it kind of cute, look, because yeah. I listen back to it now, and it's like I know what my capabilities are, I know what my strengths are, and I. I like to design songs now for okay. a specific purpose. Like I, right. I'm in, in a, I'm in my zone at the minute. Like and right. it's it's feeling good, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I kind of look back You've and go, I'm like that's feeling good, is it? yeah no it's uh, yeah it's uh, it's definitely a zone now. But I'm looking back the first EP and it's I kind of I wouldn't change it, but I would. But I just w- I wouldn't either because I find it kind of cute. Like when I listen right. back to like Lover, and it's very much and it doesn't seem that long ago, but it's like four nearly four years ago. It's three years ago. Like. So it's still, Do you know it's what I mean? Time period, you know, it's, a it's but when you're writing, like I not to sign, like it's so hard to 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 say your work ethic without signing, like uh-huh. you know, a a big headed agent, like. But I'm definitely very dedicated to the songwriting, and I'm always, like you say, revising, and uh, you know whether it's looking at like uh, progressions and looking at what's in at the minute, what's people, what are other people listening to without selling my soul too much, and keeping the roots of it, like. But yeah. it's. Um, the the first EP was that breath of who is Brad Heidi, what is he, what is what is his sound at that time. So it was definitely like, what was the influences, what am I, it's me and a guitar. And uh, I like the kind of upbeat stuff, I like, uh, you know, the finger picking sort of bits. Did and someone break your heart? Like, did they rip it out and use it as, what do you Wait, call it? Like sir. Uh, 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 a stress ball or like toe poke at the end of the Irish scene. No. I, I got the vibe there was a lot of, not heartbreak, but it was... Emotionally about perhaps mm. somebody, a group of people. I, I was gonna. No? It's yeah. It's definitely like uh, again the subconscious. Like it's definitely like maybe, and I think again if you start with a melody that's sad, it's gonna be a sad song, and it's like do you know what I mean. And sometimes songs are just songs as well, but like a lot of the time they're not, and uh, it depends depends what I'm writing about and what I'm writing for and what. What time remember? Is it a song in three years? If things hopefully click together, yeah. is it going to? It's going to bang like. Is it going? Is yeah. it going to go off like? And okay. um, Dreamer was. You've heard Dreamer. Dreamer is out. You wouldn't believe this. So do you remember I was telling you about? I was busking in Belfast and years ago, and even the restaurant down the road yeah. there, uh, shot a flame. Hup. Woo, I was going to play. Uh, Dreamer was actually about. A heroin addict, and this is this is a very real story. So I met a. I was playing. Do you know just as you're, you know where Lush used to be in yes. Victoria Square? Uh-huh. I was playing. You know where the barrier is there, like the shot, the shutters that go down there. I was playing there. Okay. This woman used to sit across from me with a cup, and just sit there begging. And she was, I don't know, like 
I don't want to say crackhead. That's not really the way yeah, to say it. You know. But you know, she was definitely she was on the boat, like, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. And I I just got chatting to her after, like, and she was telling me her whole story and was saying, and it's really lovely actually. I'm sitting here saying the story. But anyway, she was saying. See, it's serious importance with Edge, Edge here and A team here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. But that was definitely as well. I'm not going to take that away. It no. was. It was. But I didn't go out looking for like a heroin addict <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. you know, to write a song about. But again, it was. Uh, maybe that's a coincidence. Is like you know, you're going with your influences and following that sound and what you, what you know, what you resonate with and what you love and and what is good. You know, he's he's absolutely phenomenal. But she was telling me her story about that she was with her partner, or whatever else was just just like anyone else, and uh, went to a party one night. I was waiting for this big story. Went to a party one night in Belfast. Ended up taking heroin um, for whatever reason, and that was it. She was said uh, that was it. She was just been chasing it since. Just got hooked, just got hooked and she's literally just been on the street. She has friends that are heroin addicts, whatever else, and of course, like uh, being a song and being a an absolute bollocks of a like musician, you try to. Uh, romanticize it and push it out and not romanticize it but like you know if you could dream within the oceans of your eyes like that's the like you know when you look into the eye what is it like what what gives it the color what gives us the whole um aura of who we are and whatever else and it's it's the closest thing to seeing who someone is and it was like if you could just like get into your shoes and see how her world is like and and that sort of thing View it from her perspective. View it from her perspective, yeah. And it's uh and she you know she lost everything her parents are waiting for her to just like I don't know. They're waiting for the magic switch to click or whatever else. I yeah. don't know where she where where she is, what she's doing. I don't have a clue. And uh, it was just a little, I suppose, a reminder. Like you know, uh, like snow is falling at your feet and you're asleep, dreaming of a better place to breathe where you're free. It's like mm-hmm. it all corresponds again to where she's at. Or um, I met at the corner shop on Fairview Muse, like up around the corner, and it's like, um, and you're alive. It's like sorry again. It's Jesus. How are you doing? She doesn't remember who I am. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, like getting high just to pass the time at at 35, and I hate that word swiftly moving through. It's like, who do you think you are saying swiftly moving through, you Egypt? No, this no. is why I would have changed it. But again, the cuteness of saying yeah. it, how it was for me at that time, mm-hmm. trying to uh, like, I suppose, expand my ability as a writer. I was like thinking that was class at the time. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. I would change it, but it, again, it's it's exactly how it was, and I love that as well. Yeah. Um, I, I may write another tune like it like maybe in the future and use yeah. that to, uh, maybe just reconstruct a whole a new thing and obviously just from um the revising as you of said course, of yeah. of my craft and what we do as a team as well and uh maybe when there's a right point there'll be uh i suppose the the newer reconstructed version of it like um we're gonna stay away from the a-team side though because it's <laughs> you know we don't want to land in that box and that boat sailed but it's no. and, again and, and you don't want ed coming after you trying to see you because um oh yeah um, I think he's a few million in the bank. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how wealthy you are, Brad, but uh, I don't know now. <laughs> um, just about Penny Electric. Yeah, that's I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Uh, I want to ask you about your live EP. Oh yeah, that's right. We have a live EP. So, the, mm. I, like, it, and it was good. I enjoyed it. And I just was wondering, was the idea behind that about, you know, you've you've busking for ages. You quite literally sat on the road and just was like, and that live element um, has been something that seems to be very like you know, to your person and to your artist. Of course. Well, that's what you see on the street. That's yeah. what you get. So that was it's absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's, you know, even uh, even like playing dancing in my head live, it's mm. it's exactly the same with a guitar yeah. as it is on the track, bar like the, the drum beat or whatever else. But uh-huh. like it's, the vocals are all the same. And uh, the live EP was just saying, you know what, like we've, we know what this is all about now. It is about your vocal, your guitar, and a story. 
And what better way to just literally get on a stage and play them right through, beginning to end, not put any auto-tune in it, have nothing, just mix it, like, and yeah. just, just balance the, the sound a bit better. And that was it. It was literally completely live, just standing in Cypress Avenue. Uh-huh. And then we just done one take from beginning to end of the show. And uh-huh. uh, it was just me in a room with Spotlight on, the yeah, videos yeah. as well. And uh, that was it, like, and we just chopped up and said... Do you know what? Let's give the let's give the people what we are like, and that's that's what it's all about. Like, yeah. you know, you can put out pop singles all day, every day, and you know, you can send them through producers, and you can, you know, dissolve them into like these items of like what the industry demands or what it wants, and these you know, chunks absolutely, like. But it's chunks. that that was never my roots, like, and where I started, and not. I know it's cliche and overused, like, do you know? Oh, look where I've come from yeah, yeah. not at all because that's still where I'm at I still yeah. pick up a guitar every single day and it's, it starts with like a few chords and something like that you know what I mean um, no better or worse than anything but live is absolutely the EP was the live EP at Cypress Avenue was the the pinnacle moment of what's this dude about like you know we got produced like lightly produced tracks in the first EP yeah. it's it's three years later yeah what's he doing what's he writing like what's the the sound it's, it's changed you know what I mean the sound changed a bit in that it was it was a lot more raw as you said I don't ever think that you know I think if artists stagnate mm. and, and stop or sorry if artists I suppose, don't develop they will stagnate you know what I mean if you don't, absolutely if you're not constantly changing if you're not you know again we can go back to the likes of even like Bowie for talk's sake you know but Bowie was mm. different all the time he he took himself and moved moved away to Berlin, you know, and wrote oh, yeah. album, do you know what I mean? Or you know, or different perspective or when different people come in at, you know, and I think for whatever, you know. Bowie was definitely ready to just accept that like, well, do you know, I'm gonna write what I'm going to write. Yeah. Regardless whether I like it or not. It's something that exists and you know, potentially will exist for the rest of time. Yeah. So you can get on with it like and you can just write about whatever's going on. Exactly. Um I just actually now that we're saying about writing about what's going on in Bowie and he's just putting it in the stone just doing it as it is I literally just finished a session uh, with Catherine Gallagher she's a friend of mine in New York oh, okay. she's uh, an actor in Gossip Girl and uh, do you know the series You? Yes Beck No Beck <laughs> so she's a great friend of mine and we made a track called Galway Right okay. and I'll, I'll play you it to you don't like Galway at all? Uh, uh, not <laughs> at all I, it's, I'd rather be no I love Galway yeah. but uh, we j- she was over and visited and whatever else one of my mates was playing in, in a pub yada yada and uh, she heard him singing as well and she was like oh I just went down and I was like that's one of my best mates she's, she's left and she just left like yesterday she's here for a month and uh, I just started a song and it was um, sitting in the house looking out the water like, and uh, it's again just doing and writing it as it is mm-hmm. and now the track is I love it and it's huge okay. it's a big track yeah. and uh, I'll play it to you after but it just yeah. started with the guitar as we always did Sitting and I'm looking out at the bay and I've got nothing to say, staring down blank at the page and what do you know? Um, walked uh, walking out the door with the I can't even remember the words. It's so fresh, you see. Um, thought of a place to explore, burning the time of the day, but where do I go? Manam and Galway. It's like, and then it goes on, and whatever else. And uh, yeah, I, I can't. I really can't wait for that to be released at some point. If things blow up, it'll definitely be the place to to just drop a little collaboration record. It's, uh, just, it's an exciting one. Yeah, it's exciting and it's one. real. It's yeah. like you know her ver- her verse is like you know um, one quiet voice in the night calling to me just in time because her life is LA. She grew up there, and yeah. while I was away chasing all these things, out absolutely busting my ring, like mm-hmm. playing on the street and doing all that and really chasing something. Yeah, yeah. Where there's not a market really for. No, without a doubt. There's really not, like, and that's why I went to London in the end. And to hear her story, and we're sitting there, like, and she loves the track, Dancing in My Head. She's, you know, she's she's a great friend of mine, and we're 
talking about. I'm like, isn't it just mental though that like while you were over and working with the best producers in the world at like 12, 13 years old and you were, she wasn't happy in that way. They were trying to mold, they're trying to change, they're trying to sculpt what they wanted for their thing. And then she's now coming back. She's like, I lost my love for music. Da, da, da. Now she's back over here. We made a record. She's now, she now is back playing, focusing on her music. Yeah. And she loves it. Like, And she remembers what it was all about. And then me doing my thing. And then the next thing, it's flipped for me. And I'm working with these producers like, and uh, over in New York and whatever else. And uh, and it's it's just hilarious. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so funny that we were just sitting having a coffee and being like, like she's like you're a freak and I'm like you're a freak like you've been you're like you have all this stuff in LA and whatever else and you're like and you got sick of, sick of music what and she's like yeah but you know it's just not it just was getting boring for me you know it's yeah. she doesn't sound like that as well say, sorry well, Catherine it's a good example or it's a good, a good attempt at American Accident yeah um, I do want to ask you about you know your latest single Dancing in My Head it's there's a lot Dancing of in My Skulls or <laughs> just bopping about you know swinging about <laughs> there's a there's serious energy to it. Ah, uh, it's, it's uh, yeah. You know. There, it's a, uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely a, a track that was, we done the live stuff, it was like, right, like, we want to say something here and uh, to give people a song to, to you know, to, to dance around, move their head around with yeah. in the car. Yeah. And a little hook and everything to, it's, it's catchy. I like it. The producer we got on board, shout out Ollie Green, phenomenal producer uh, but the track was done wrote it with Pa Sheehy again shout out Pa love you Pa and uh, yeah so we wrote it down Dingle the story was lovely part of the world too. amazing it was great I wasn't driving at the time so I got a bus this was do you remember in the middle of COVID you couldn't did that take you about 10 months it you took know, me relatively small <laughs> it took me 10 months like <laughs> I arrived and sure the sun was coming up in the morning it was uh yeah, but it was it was a track like it was far. I got a boss anyway, and but it was lovely because I got talking to a stranger in the boss. I'm in no rush down. I've I'm to be there at night times. So I'm on the bus and the sun's coming over Dingle X, and it's just it is what you would expect yeah. if you've been there yourself. It like is you know, it was amazing. And anyway, we're you know when you you couldn't actually go and get like a carton of milk mm. during lockdown because you'd get shot. Like yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? It was like oh. what are you doing outside? You'd be arrested. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it was at, it was at that time when we were, I I gave him a text and I was like. I was like, how are you getting on? Like, how's, how are you finding this whole thing? And he's like, oh, it's weird, man. It's weird. He's like, I was like, do you want to make some music? Like, we make something? He's like, he's like, yeah, come on down. And he picked me up then, truly. I drove down. I heard Roisin, his song. He played it to me in the car. Very Before everyone true. heard it, it was it was lovely. Like, And uh, I was just gassing him up the whole time. I was like, man, like this is amazing. Like, this is insane. And it is. It's a beautiful song. It is very nice. And it's huge as well. It's got a lovely production value to it. But uh, again, we wrote the song in Dingle. Connor Byrne as well, uh, another songwriter. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard his song Girls on the Internet. Girls on the Internet, that sounds very familiar. It's well, a amazing tune. Um, he's one of the most talented songwriters I know. He writes on massive records as well. Mm-hmm. Um, some really, really big songs. He's uh, but a truly man, Kerry man. Just tipping about in Kerry, loves yeah, his yeah. life, gets a few flights here and there over the water, over and back, does songwriting sessions, lovely voice as well, amazing musician, but a phenomenal songwriter. And uh, we just sat in the, the studio cabin that they have down in Dingo. Mm lovely uh i was smoking at the time so i was out having having a wee bang and uh had ponder my thoughts looking over the water and uh but fully like engulfed in this like what are we making today we're making something like that's really going to make a mark and i have to say it's it's the collective energy of them two lads as well and it's like how do we rise a chorus up i only half remember but it's bam it's it's up there, like you know and it was but it all started again just like the heidi thing brad heidi who's do you know where did that come from? It's like, well, where did the first line of 
I met you down in Broadway come. It's like, I don't know, I just sat there with an I was like, I met you down in Broadway. Yeah. And then the next thing, this whole song exists. Okay. And we're looking at it and going, this class. Yeah, like, where did this... It, yeah, and I love it, like, and I am, I'm really proud of it. And, I, I, you know, the most important thing, again, cliche, but people mm. liking it and going, like, wow, this is a really, really cool song. This yeah. is not Hearts Get Broken, it's not Lover. It's a it's a it's a tune like it's yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a bop like itself. yeah yeah okay um, before we let you go uh, we do a quick fire round so let's I'm, do it I'm worried because like <laughs> I my mum always said to me think before you speak before you act so now I'm not thinking <laughs> mum I'm sorry <laughs> yeah you can uh, the apologies sorry mum right? now if you were to be a drink alcohol or otherwise what would it be okay so people have said that I am like a pint of Guinness because people pretend to like me <laughs> <laughs> so is there is there any drink that would Describe who you are. Football special. What's a football special? Oh, like the, no the, the, way. The two pound pint, the tennis or something. No way. Football. You don't know what a football special is. Don't know what a football special is. No way. I swear to God. Seriously. I swear to God, football special. Oh my goodness, a, fo- a football special is like. Do you ever been Donegal? Do you know the thing you Donegal? get like the football special, the glass bottle you get in the pub that all the kids go mad over? It's like you don't give it to kids, like you shouldn't, because it's full of sugar. It's you I'm need. To, I'm. Br- I'm going to bring you one, like. Yeah, no problem. I, I'm actually. I'm going to order one for you. <laughs> Do not. And you have. To, you have to try it. Like it's. Well, uh, it's like a fizzy juice. It's fizzy. It's. It's amazing. It tastes amazing. It's full of sugar. It's full of e numbers. It's. It's all the things. It's absolute. It's crack for kids. Like, right, okay. but in the in <laughs> but in the best way. But it tastes amazing. Right. And it was when you were a kid. Like you'd get the. It was always like, oh, if you're a good wee boy, now you'll get a wee football special, and. <laughs> They'd be drinking pints in the pub, like, but you would get a football special. And that was like your child beer. Are these the ones, these aren't like wee plastic containers, no? No, 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 it's like a glass bottle, like, okay. but it's, uh, I think maybe they do plastic bottles now of it. But it's a real tradition thing, it's definitely in the northwest, like Donegal oh, direction. No. It's, I, I'm really shocked that you haven't heard of I've it. I've never heard I'd be a football special because it's, it's like a, the iron brew of Scotland. <laughs> this is, <laughs> right, okay. it's the drink of like the northwest of right. Ireland. It's like, Shout out football special, best drink. Yeah, wasn't paid to say that. No, no, but, uh, no it's a pet sponsorship. No, here, but it's a uh, yeah. No, on offer. Right, Imagine. I'm gonna have to do. Honest to God, I swear to God, you'll love it. Like, it's it's really cool. Okay, but um, yeah, so you're waiting for like special? Bacardi Breeze or something like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be and what would you do? With? Reset climate change. Right. And uh, I'd see it. <laughs> Get me wee basket on the inside, boss. <laughs> but you know what I mean. And it, it's a game. This is this is um, yeah. I know it's this is quite fire, like. But just a quick. Yeah, do you know? Is I just I would rather. And I'm not like I don't grind with a tin hat, man. I'm not like I'm, I don't hug trees, like okay. for the record. And it's not. But above all of us, like above anything in in this uh, this way that we work, and you're in here at radio, and I play music, and and there's people working making chicken rolls and accountants. Yes. Beyond all of that, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out the tax man. <laughs> but beyond all that, like, it is there's something bigger than all of us, like, and it's it's um, if we can do anything to help, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. If I could do anything to help, that like I would, that's definitely what my superpower would be. But like some superpower that would maybe create a positive energy throughout the whole world. Maybe it's music. Maybe we're doing that already. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it is the music. Maybe that's the thing. Just one or two more. If you were to go on a date with anybody living or dead, who would it be? You it's know, hard to imagine that. Like, <laughs> think of, you know. I definitely take James Blunt for a date. Two of us, I have a three and one. Yeah, he'd love that. Like, yeah. yeah, he would absolutely love it. Like, yeah, <laughs> me and Jim Blunt again, round two. Of course, why not? Um, okay. But yeah, we, um, 
but an actual date date like where it's romantic and stuff yeah. would be I think like Taylor Swift or something okay I definitely think like Taylor Swift but not even in a weird way just to be like you're kind of just to be like yeah just to pick her pick her brain yeah. I don't like to you see romanticize you know people that are obviously like very successful mm. or whatever else because they're human beings do you know what I mean and it's like you can't just I don't want to objectify yeah. any woman or man or anyone anyway and just be like look what's the you know let's go on a date and be romantic it's like it's like no that's not up to me like whether yeah, they yes, want to be do you know and yeah. but again it's uh if i was to go on a date let's say definitely would be like taylor swift and i'd love to just like talk about music and not even in like a way of of like a romanticizing kind of way but just to like pick her brain and try and understand how she works her stuff here but about her life and where she comes from and what her like sole purpose is and uh, and just share that kind of connection of of what we kind of both do I know I'm not anywhere near the level of Taylor Swift but the motive I'd I'd like to think is is the same yeah absolutely yeah appreciate that as well yeah if you do get on that date with Taylor Swift she was born on a Christmas tree farm I think really yeah so uh, I love that (laughs) a few horses there's a little bit of a tidbit for you you know Um, and then finally finally I have a magic ball in front of me okay Okay. You can play and see it's mystic, not mystic. Yeah. Egg, it's I should close my eyes for this. Yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. So um, you can play in a venue anywhere in the world. You can be in your own. You can headline. You can support. What would it be? Is it Madison Square Garden or is it? You just read my mind. That's really bizarre. I just said the words Madison Square Garden in my head, and you just said it out loud. Synergy. Yeah, I'm telling you, it exists, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it does, like, but uh, but I was gonna say Madison Square Garden. But in a way, I think that's a very, oh, I want to play Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah well, look at me, mum, I've made it. But more for the fact that, like, um, for me, I definitely like the James Blunt moment. It would be a moment of, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously the American people, you know, it's there's this long past history of Irish-American of connectivity. And they love Irish music. And sorry to say, but a lot more when Americans come into pubs and they listen, they're clued in. They are yeah. there for music. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. we're very much uh, doing our thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I'll say. But, like, do you know what I mean? And it's uh, not to say people don't, but Madison Square Garden would definitely be... It's one of my milestones. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and if I don't do it, that's okay. Because, again, it's not the core purpose and it's not my goal. It's not my... It's not what it's about either. Mm-hmm. But it's a milestone. I mean, we all have things that we'd like to do. And, uh, you know, I'd like to get a PlayStation 5 today and download The Last of Us and play it because yeah, I'm watching yeah. the series. <laughs> and I may do that. Like, But it would just be a nice a nice thing to do. And again, the purpose, it's a, it's a big place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of energy in there. There's a lot of people absorbing things. Um, there's a lot then of, like, purpose there for as an artist to play yeah. because you're obviously the beacon of where this is coming from. And to know that you're fulfilling your purpose at that scale mm. is, uh, I think, is just, that's what it's all about. Like, But again, it shouldn't be a venue or anything. I don't think that should should mark that, like, you know, but, you know, we're all boys that like toys. Like, it's like, you know, we car, whether it's cars or big venues yeah, or what it is, or, a, you know, a, a Strat, a Fender Strat from 1940. Yeah, yeah. We all have our little things, like, and we're human and that's okay. Like, yeah. and that's, it's definitely a, a milestone. Yeah, okay. definitely a milestone. My first gig was 15 years old playing in Gorton. Do you know Gorchin? I know Gorchin. Massey's yeah. Bar in Gorchin. Yes, yes. And I got a stag amp for Christmas, terrible amplifier, <laughs> and this uh, Yamaha guitar. Uh-huh. And I went in, it was like playing Icy Fire each year and trying to, and uh, whatever else. But like, that was still a milestone. I was like, I'm playing a gig. Mm-hmm. I got a little festival in the Egg Cup and Whiskey Festival in Gorchin. Ended up not playing it because I was ill. But like, it was still, it's just loads of bars, people getting rode off. 
and you're going in and playing. But that was like making my heart pound. That was yeah. that was the thrill. That was what I, the performance side, and that's exactly the same mm-hmm. as like playing on a street. It's it's the same as Madison Square Garden, and of course your milestones change. But like I'm not out to I'm not out to compete like, and I don't compete like, and I'm I'm just trying to make something that the people like and work on that I like and has a bit of purpose like and that's yeah. really that's where it's at for me and so if it all flops tomorrow that's okay You've had a do you know run. what I mean I've had a good <laughs> run and that's okay do you know what I mean yeah. um, and I'm definitely I'm very competitive and committed to what I do and t- mm. with myself like I'm not not looking at um, what anyone else is kind of doing and such like and if people are doing great things that's their reality that's yeah. their life and, yeah. and fair play and it's amazing like I'd but again, like you were saying, people compare, and yeah, I even had a friend that was done my tour with me, and he was kind of like, do you know, he's amazing, phenomenal musician, like he's so good, and he was just saying like, oh man, do you know, I, f- I really hope, I really hope one day I can like play in this venue. I was like, mate, it's, it's like two hundred and fifty capacity, like it's not, and that, and that, maybe that sounds really bad, but in his mind he was comparing his talent to a number of ticket sales mm-hmm. and ticket sales aren't 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 a representation no, of your music no, it's marketing it's as you know like and we were speaking earlier about marketing it's 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 obviously music yeah but someone has to hear it like yeah. and i thank you so much again for saying earlier about like bringing irish act and local yeah. people because that's that that's a gap that needed to be filled for so long oh, and i'm so grateful for it like really like I really am, and it's uh, it's uh, again bringing it back to him, and it was like, you know, you could see he was kind of a bit like, you know, I'm not where I want to be. Mm. It's like, but man, you're here and you're playing and you're class, yeah, and you know, and uh, but yeah, it was uh, it kind of made me feel a bit like happy to be, and it's terrible at someone else's despair, but like uh, we kind of put everything into perspective Mm. and the way that uh, opportunities are just presenting themselves more, and I feel we're definitely on like a positive path of just creating things and um yeah just i just focus on yourself and obviously the people you love and care about like um but don't get caught up in all of the all of the materialistic stuff that comes with it like to a certain extent you know mm. um and don't be a dick that's yeah that's it do you know offhand your socials your your your, your tags or well, all, brad heidi. Pardon, yeah. all brad heidi yeah all brad heidi and you can also go and get your stuff on YouTube, on Spotify, and on all the places. Everywhere. Everywhere. It's free as well. Spotify, I think, is free. So that's good. Thank you very, very much for coming on. Sound. Good to see you. And I hope to be up soon. See you.